This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, we're gone. Okay, so we're holding it to page 177, Pashas Toldos, and this is going to be a Torah Zamincha. The, um, I guess the question that he's dealing with is, in somewhat a little bit of broader, how come uh, Esav, Yaakov could tell Esav the Bechayra for such a um, minimal amount and um, so on. So he says the following. The person who wants really what's good looks for Ratzin Shemayim, meaning so he says a person needs to make some sort of choice between what it is that he wants. HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, allows the person, every person wants to choose what's good for him. That's almost by definition. Whatever it is that we enjoy, want, desire, is that which we choose. So um, if a person wants to choose Olam Haba, there's going to be a pull away a bit so besides mitzvahs and averis, um, we, we tend to look at things only through the dimension of mitzvahs and averis. Is it, um, you know, like, like sort of, like you get brownie points or you would get, um, you know, uh, tickets uh, for, for, for prizes in Olam Haba. He says it's really a person determines where does he exist, where does he choose to exist. For the person that this world is very important, he's pulling away from the world to come. For a person that um, the world to come is important, he pulls away from this world. A person that's really not in Tolom Haba doesn't want to lose out anything in Tolom Haba, and he also um, doesn't want to go through any uh, suffering which um, helps cleanse him of Averis. He's basically looking to pull himself up on Taivas Navigim. And the person is able to, um, to eat up any schad that he has in this world. And by extension, he doesn't quite mention it here, but um, he speaks about the next paragraph, Yaakov Esau, Chen Chos Yaakov Esau, Yaakov Bochle Ko, Bochle Lava, Yitzha Koil, Vinishtago Bochle Chopi, Gosha Bochorim Esau, Kibazeya, Evera Vedishlema. The whole struggle with Esau to want to get the Bochorah, there was nothing in Bochorah that made it worthwhile in this world to have it. I mean, the Bochorah is just about Avodah Hashem. It, that's all the Korah does. It doesn't give you any special place. I mean, Esau had their, Adam had their own country, so had their own country. There wasn't anything special about it. 
Well, what's special about it was the person would become the Kohen Gadol. So um, it, for, for Esau, it really was kind of meaningless. He, as far as he was concerned, was just like a minor feather and, and a minor cap that he never wore. And therefore, he was so easy to trade it off. He doesn't care for it. Yaakov put everything on the line for it because that was the only important thing to him. Part of the condition of becoming Dalma Hashem was to go through the Shibu Mitzrayim. And it says, and Chazal say that when, when Esau came to lay claim, Yaakov said there's a bill to pay, and that bill is the, is the, is, is the um, 400 or 410 years in Mitzrayim. So, um, it really was a choosing of what reality fits them better. In Olam Haza, I mean, there yeah. is, for Bechoros, there's, there's Tishnaim. So, I mean, there is... Right, but, the, but we don't see that that was expressed at all in the, in the, um, in the dealings. It didn't, didn't quite... We didn't... Didn't at all get the same land where you could say he's getting Tishrayim, he's getting that. So I don't think that that was expressed at all. The Bechorah here mm-hmm. seems to be specifically focused on the Bechorahs. Yeah. You also get it, the truth is, in, in, the, um, in, in the interaction between Esau and Yaakov, where Esau said that Esau was very focused on what's available now. Um, and right now it's not worth much, and so what am I needed for? Um, the, the idea of what will be really is not of significance. There's a lot of studies today about people who, um, kids who need instant gratification versus delayed gratification. Olam Haba doesn't mean the world that will be here after I die or after whatever. It, it, it means the world that is to come. That's its definition. As long as it's a to us, that world is never here. It's always that Olam has is always tangible, um, enjoyable. It's, it's, it's for now. And Olam Haba is always the future. Where we can sort of, I think, want to move it a little bit further. And I think that's important. Um, the difference between animals and humans is not so much relevant in the here and the now. A, a, a man sees food, grabs, eats it. Animal sees food, grabs, eats it. Man sees enemy, turns around and runs. Animal sees enemy, turns around and runs. That, that's not at all difference between the two. In terms of planning for the future, um, in a very conscious way, so certainly animals build nests and things in ways that protect them, but that's sort of built in. Or the idea of, of an animal asking himself, what's the point of staying around here? I just kept getting chased around. Maybe we'll try to move something else and build a better life for ourselves, or anything which requires um, the not the here and the now. The animal has absolutely no tzayches to. So the real distinction between higher form of life, lower form of life, is asik versus hoiver. It's true about humans and animals on, the, on, on a simple level. It's true about chayyim in terms of um, my perspective for the future. Okay, next piece is. Um, also Taras Mincha, Taras Mincha, and he is dealing with the um, issue of how is it that Yitzchok was enamored with Esau, and Yitzchok was a big tzaddik, Esau was not a tzaddik. Um, how is it that he had no inkling of it? 
You know, listen, either he's coming to Davni or he's not coming to Davni. Either, either he's sitting and learning, he's not sitting and learning. Either he's giving stock or not giving stock. Somebody whose occupation is shooting animals certainly has uh, a little bit different habit than somebody sitting and learning. People that are all day long in the fields and the wilds and so on, they can't be kind of chachma musacharet. So how how did Yitzchok? It's impossible that they, that that he couldn't have noticed the differences. So Balamusa say in the Chanami they both look exactly the same. They both kind of um, on the outside were the same, except they have something going on inside. It's certainly very hard to say that in the Pesukim. I mean, if the, if the Pesukim says he was out hunting. So you expect him to, to to be gone most of the day. You don't expect him to be there. I feel a little surprised for Erlam. Um, so he says he doesn't think that that's a uh, akasha. Um, let's talk about this first of all a little bit in, in the context of us of our of our chat and we will and then we'll um, understand it in terms of meaning let's take a marshal imagine somebody is a tzaddik and he's a tzaddik, but he's a very deep, deep thinking type of tzaddik. His 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 uh, thing is like he's very deep into Kabbalah or whatever it is. And he has two people that he comes in contact with. One is a very very pious person, very simple. The other person is an extremely deep intellectual, but borderline apikaris or apikaris. So certainly the, the the tzaddik will acknowledge that. The simple, pious Jew is, is, is no pasher. But in terms of potential, and in terms of what's waiting to be, to burst out and, 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 and become realized, he certainly feels more strongly about the person who is a, um, who, who's this very deep-thinking person. And the hope is, and the understanding is, that when and if I succeed in writing him, this person is, is, is very far superior to the other person. Imagine somebody is a big balanced life as pilot. He's a tzaddik who goes around with ruah, cooking, stirring up uh, up pots, and, and getting people to what's right, meme, or people, so on and so forth. And again, he has two, two people in front of him. One is a very nebbish type of tzaddik, and one is a guy with tons of personality, but um, not a, um, who's just not firm, whatever it is. He'll also gravitate to the person with tons of personality, um, over over the other people, I remember when I was in Torah, So this guy came, who like like had, I mean he he had tremendous anger problems and blow up and a lot of lot of issues, but he was a very powerful personality. You know, Melchior liked him, 
And I think the dark defense is what's getting away from the Ziva. And the host of Nach, got rid of him. And he said, this person is a powerhouse. He's like, you know, he's, he's a, a power player all by himself. So <laughs> someone told him, I would up what the Shiva won. I think he's actually a, a bomb. He's, he's got as much energy as a bomb, and he's, and he's about as useful as a bomb is. The, you know, the, 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 he has tremendous kofos, but they're, they're so explosive that nothing's going to tame him. But we see that besides being a tzaddik, there's also a certain measure of what is this particular person's focus on ethics. Now, based on that, we are going to... So, so the tzaddik who has the same type of focus on ethics is going to be interested in developing that person and bringing out the most because he feels that that person has a kofos. Yitzchok's mida was mida sadin, which means things... The world needs to toughen up in the ruchnistic sense, and things need to survive on their own. A person needs to earn his kiyam in this world. Now, in terms of a, um, in terms of people who are tzaddikim, I'm talking about Avraham Avinu was made of chesed, which preached that. No, you have to extend uh, a hand to everybody, and even if the person can't survive his own soul, and so forth. Yes, that's a very important midah, but that was not Yitzhak's midah. Esau's midah was of that nature. And it brought out a lot of what Yitzhak was. So it wasn't that Yitzhak may have been fooled by thinking that he's a tzaddik or he's not a tzaddik, but at least he understood that this is someone, his understanding was, here's a person who would eventually bring out the, the Midas Tovos, the, the Mida that, that was so important to Yitzchak. Um, and Yitzchak's Mida was sort of latent in Avram's Mida, it hadn't come out yet. Just like um, water has in itself fire, meaning that you can produce electricity from water and things like that. You can magnify water and get uh, and get uh, fire out of it. You know, when you take the, the um, sun and you put it through some a glass of water, you get that. So Esau, in a certain sense, was the full realization of Yitzchak. Yitzchak were the two kochos that were together in him. So just Micha says, Esau brought out Yitzchak's Koyach to its fullest. And that's why Yitzchak was drawn to it, because he saw that the type of kolchos that would be that would work would be something that would um, 
uh, would produce um, this, the meter to produce the Kuhaisha. It was the Kiddush to Yitzchak was that Yaakov could also produce that meter. In other words, by subordinating and subsuming it, he could incorporate also. That was the Kiddush that, that Yitzchak didn't realize. Okay. The next piece is Ramban. It says, um, Yes, why do I need another Shavuot to Yitzchak when there's a Shavuot to Avram? Get to want Avram and that your children. What do, what do I have to we swear again? Rabban asks that he's not, Hashem wouldn't have harata. It's um, it, the, the, the question is really deeper than that. You know, if 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 I if somebody thinks I'm a liar, and I assure I'm not a liar, the assurance is not really worth a lot. In other words, you know, there's a difference between yes a and not a Fine, I understand. But once a shavuah is not enough, swearing that your shavuah is really, really good doesn't really do it. Um, you can't say that maybe he thinks some other child would get it. It's not true. And it was also tonight. Yes, this was a unique Shavuot to Yitzchak, not only to Avram, but Yitzchak as well. Akarishbaruch wanted to let it be known that every single one of the others deserved having a bris. And every single one has the schus uh, um, that his children would yashim in Koho. Even though the person is enough for having it, I want to add a head to a head to what it says over here. I mean, it's not only that, you know, it's a wonderful statement of chashivas to each one of the others that in their right, in their right alone, they're going to inherit the land. It's very nice, but that's not enough. I think what it means is the midos that each and every of brought to the table will remain incorporated in Kali Yisrael. Now, as we just got through saying before that Yitzhak is a midah of, of, of Gvura, it's, it's, a, it's a certain midah where things need to be able to earn their own existence and so on. Avram is a midah of Chesed. Each and every one of these midahs is permanently incorporated in Kalyasol and has its permanent mitzvah. So it's it's just like if a person if a person needs two or three ingredients to bring out a third ingredient. For instance, when a person takes flour and water, makes dough out of it and bread, neither the flour nor the water is sufficient, and therefore what you get is something neither of the two. The flour is gone, the water is gone, you have a new stuff called bread. But if you take a cake and you mix in raisins and nuts and something else, um, and these things are all, each and every one retains its own character, and each and every one adds in its own right something to it. The, the Akarish Baruch who retains the midas of the others in it, 
So each one, since there's Aftaka to each one, each one's Mida remains in it. It could also be, he says, that Akkadish um, Baruch told him that you will, I, you will establish that bracha. You will be the one that will be mekayin that bracha. The Epirish Hakosav Akimaisi Bicha Es Hashvur Es Bicha Ki Ata Bircha Ba'amin. In other words, you yourself, Kata Bracha Ba'amin. You yourself will become the manifestation of uh, uh, the Brachat Avram. So, uh, you, since people look up to Yitzchak and they make Barat to Yitzchak, you are the Vayei Brachat Avramat Avram. So, it means each and every one of the others was somebody who could have, um, who, who, who was, a, it, 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 each one of the others was the Kiyom of that Brachat. Okay, let's see one more piece. This is a bit of a long piece. It's Ramban. And the Ramban speaks about the concept of mitzvahs before Matatora. Um, this is the Chazal Dash and the Pazik Ekev Ashashemata Ashashemavram Bekoili. So the, the um, Mishmarti, so Rashi says, Bekoili Shimsisati, Mishmarti is Gezeris, Farachokosh, Mirzarais, Mitzvahis is mitzvahs. Uh, so this is where Rashi brings into the passage of Chazal that the others kept mitzvahs before they were given. This is all built on Avram being Yaakov put up a matzeva which is not allowed to. He married two sisters, or even four sisters. Amr married his aunt. Avram Avinu kept all the time, which included all these things. And he got scarfed, and, and, and it says that he's going to be mitzvah of the base achra. For the Yaakov, it says that he kept Shabbos and Tchumen. So, 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 how do we reconcile the, the Averis they did with the mitzvah? Maybe it says Mishmarti means that they did, they were machmer the mitzvahs they know that's a possibility, um, but he doesn't, um, you know, so he did, it's, it's a half dinner, he sort of fits in a bit, but he has a different chat. Uh, Rabban says, Avram Avinu learned Torah Baruch meaning he understood the reasons behind it. And he did it not as somebody who has been commanded to do it, but as somebody who wanted to do something that he thought was good. In other words, it was the same content of mitzvah, but it was no longer following commandments, 
it was doing things that could really enhance you. Um, so he says that that the Shmira of mitzvahs was only in Eretz Yisrael, because Eretz Yisrael is a place that really is matim for these mitzvahs. It's a place that really fits the the the, the total fulfillment of mitzvahs. The Chutzarts were obligated to do it. But it's not the place where mitzvahs express themselves. So the the um, the kiyum of Ovis of mitzvahs is only at Israel. And um, and then it speaks about even though once it's a mitzvah, you're obligated all over, but they when they kept it, they kept only at Israel. Over Yosef, so what about Yosef says he kept Shabbos in the Shabbos in in Mitzrayim? If you tell me it's only at Israel, how do you understand that? So this means Shishkula can I call a mitzvah, it's Shkula can I call a mitzvah. So um, the the um, the Ramban's answer is that that the mitzvahs find fulfillment, real fulfillment only at Israel, and therefore for the person that's keeping it because he sees fulfillment in it, it's only going to be in at Israel. It's just like before Machin Torah. Um, people would keep mitzvahs only to hold Menach Madrega. You know, since Tzadik was in law. Once there was a um, giving of Torah, you're a mitzvah. And you really have no, no choice about it. Not going on mitzvahs, but it's going on Amun and Akadish Parvo. I want to um, list another chat. I, I want to discuss uh, Shachayim. This chat has become an extremely mechubal at, at chat here. Um, the 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 um, the difference between mitzvah isa and mitzvah isa is how much discretion do you have in making a decision about something? Seriously, if I'm told, um, if if I'm given a, a shopping list from my mother or my wife and told to go buy X Y and Z, so I may look at it and say, you know. Do we really want to make cucumber salad or this that? But it's we we just have to do a die. We have to buy it, and we don't have much discretionary power. And you know, you do your part. It's it's someone else is, has a decision making process, and and your part is to do what you're supposed to do, whether you think it makes sense or not. Um, when you decide to surprise your wife, and you want to buy her a present, some cake or something else, you make a decision. What is the best. What would you think would be good? When mitzvahs are commandments, and that's what they are, mitzvahs, so our ability to decide what's more important is zero. And the true fulfillment of mitzvahs is recognition. Kodesh who knows all, commanded us, and that's what we have to do. The um, Before Magen Torah, we were looking for the good and the right and the noble to do. So if marrying sisters was the right thing under the circumstances, then marrying two sisters trumped um, you know, the Avera. Marrying Rochelet trumped that Avera, and so on. So the, the Shachayim is, is really is Mechalik between when the Tkufa of um, Matan was 
to the Kufa of the commander. If not terror, a mitzvah is first and foremost a season by the army. It's a command, it's regulation. And no amount of um, thinking about it can change that. Mashayin came before Matan Torah, there was recognition and understanding of how important it is and good it is, and that, and that changed with the circumstance.